welcome to Your Best Riding Life, an extension of the Blue Ridge Mountains Christian Riders Conference held in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. I'm your host, Linda Goldfarb. Each week I bring you tips and strategies from experts in the writing and publishing industry to help you excel in your craft. I am so glad that you're listening in today. Today, whoa, you're gonna love this. The title of our series is How Email Marketing Works and How to Make It Work for You. Today, part one, How Email Marketing Works. My industry expert is Patricia Durgan. If you don't know her, folks, you're going to want to find her. I'll give you all the links. Everything is in the show notes. And speaking of the show notes, I'm going to do something that's a little bit different. I suggest that you pause the recording. Go to the show notes. You're going to find a link that goes to Patricia's slides. And she's going to be discussing these slides during the program. So if you can download them right now. Now, if you're jogging, don't stop your jog. If you are out there and you're driving in the car, please don't pull over at this moment. You keep going on about your business. But when you get back to your location and you can download these onto your laptop, onto your computer, I'm going to tell you right now, that's the course you're going to want to take. You're going to want to download these and then listen in again. And let me tell you, you're going to have a mind-blowing experience. You're going to go, how in the world have I not been doing this? from the beginning. That's because you don't know Patricia Durgan yet. I'm going to have all those links on how you can connect with her as well in the show notes. Oh, this is good. So if you pause, now you're coming back. And now that you're here, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about my friend and industry expert, Patricia Durgan. Patricia is the founder of Marketers on a Mission. She trains Christian writers and speakers to become change catalysts for the kingdom. I love that phrase. We are change catalysts. That means we're working the in-between stuff to have everyone else hear what he needs us to hear. How powerful is that? She's a recognized online marketing and Facebook Live expert. How can she be an expert? Oh, let me tell you. Patricia has hosted over, let's count them, 500 60-minute interviews with Christian writers and speakers, and she does it so well. She is also an ASA, which is Advanced Writers and Speakers Association, certified writer and speaker coach. I am so blessed to have Patricia here with us today. Patricia, welcome to your best writing life. Hello, 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 my friend. It's so good to see you. I'm thrilled to death to be here. Uh, I love serving people and helping them understand how the processes work about marketing because it's an un, often an uncharted territory. When we come into the online experience and then further deep, more deeply into the marketing experience, there's really, it's not intuitive. Uh, the lingo that's used, the processes that are used, you have to have multiple diff multiple online tools to accomplish one task. And how do they link together? And if one piece is missing or askew, then the, the whole ball of wax falls out, falls apart. Um, so this is one of my favorite things to talk about. Email is very elusive. Understanding it is very elusive. And that's what I hope and pray in this series we'll be able to accomplish for your viewers. Thank you. And folks, I get to tell you something kind of fun. I know our podcast is audio only, but right at this minute, 
I'm getting to look at Patricia while we're going back and forth. So maybe at some point we'll have it so that we can offer you also the video concept of this interview. Let me know if that would be beneficial to you. You can always send us, send us some information. Let me know what you're thinking. Patricia, I really love to have for our first time guests on Your Best Writing Life, I love to be able to offer our listeners a little bit of something that maybe they wouldn't read in your bio. And when I asked you about that, I said, well, Patricia, what would that be? You said something about the number of times that you've moved. Okay, you've piqued my interest. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me more. It doesn't sound like it could be true, but I've moved over 40 times in my life. Whoa. Uh, My father was in the service when I was born. So hometown Chattanooga, but I was born up in Massachusetts. Then he was a troubleshooter for businesses across the country. And we moved every six months to 18 months, um, like clockwork. Then I got, then we went back home to the Chattanooga area and I moved multiple times there as a single person. Then I got married to my husband and he didn't even know what he was getting into because <laughs> we, the Lord just keeps moving us. He doesn't move us all the time. We're not in a constant state of flux, but it's very normal for us to move. I didn't tell you this before we aired. We just moved here three months ago and he's moving us again. Are you kidding me? It's true. It's true. Wow. So uh, sometimes people are very kind and they want, when they hear that I'm going to be moving, you know, they'll give me a little hint, you know, you could try this, mark your boxes. They'll try to help. They're trying to be generous because they've moved two or three times. And I just thank them. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. That's a great idea. (laughs) And you're sitting there going, here's what I've learned. Never unpack. Just put a drape over it. Use it as a table. Those boxes coming. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, it is crazy. It is crazy. But you know what's not crazy is your ability to help Christian writers and speakers move forward in their kingdom work. Yes. God has gifted you with the ability to take a system bring it down into the steps needed for every single one of us to go, I can do that. I could, I never saw it that way. And I'm excited about this offering that you're giving us here today, Patricia. All right, folks. So like I said, a little bit different. I'd love for you to have downloaded the links with the slides. You're actually going to get access to part one slides and part two slides. So you're going to be biting at the bit to hear our part two and have Patricia just really just share all of that with you. So I'm excited that that's coming, but we haven't even done this one yet today. So (laughs) we're going straight on to it. And since Patricia is going to be walking us through slides, folks, I just want you to know I'm here. I haven't disappeared, but we're going to be listening to Patricia and she will key you into, okay, now we're going to the next slide. And that way you'll be able to keep up with her. And I believe in session, in this session, we have 12 slides that we're going to be working through. You're going to know we're going to go from slide one, slide two, and on. And what's really great is once you're in front of your computer, you can pause, you can look at it, and we'll make sure that you have contact information that you can contact Patricia and say, all right, well, what about this? Or join her on Facebook. Join her on Marketers on a Mission. Oh, you really 
the time that you spend in her area of social media content for how you can move forward as a Christian writer and speaker. What I have told her, it's one of those when when you hear cha-ching, cha-ching, it's not what you're spending, it's what you're banking, and it's excellent content. So we're going to go straight to it. I'm going to turn this over to you, Miss Patricia, and you're just going <laughs> to fill us with what God gives us. So here you go. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. So so let's, uh, everybody, let's look at the very first slide, and I'm going to do my best to announce which slide I'm looking at every time I move from one to the other. And if I forget, Linda's just going to remind me. So we're covered either way. The series is how email works and how to make it work for you. We're talking today about how email marketing works. It seems like a magic potion, but it's not. I promise you it's not. So let's move. That's the very first slide. Let's move to the second slide. We're talking here about the six ongoing core responsibilities or duties that everyone with website needs to monitor and participate in regularly. We don't have to make it our life's work, but there's nothing here on this slide, the second slide, that there are six elements here, your audience, your website, your content, your live service in some way, lead magnets, and email, which is what we're focusing on today. So everything here, there's nothing here that you can just say, well, Check that off the, off the list, and I never have to go back to that. No, this is going to be all of these tasks are regular ongoing tasks that you'll need. And that's whether you're a ministry, a bank, a Christian writer or speaker, um, you know, you've got a zoo, no matter who you are and what you have to offer the world online, these things are going to need to be in place. So we're talking specifically about email. So I've moved to the third slide. Let me show you how this works in a visual. First thing we want to talk about is how does your lead magnet, that's what we're using as an example, because it's another step. So email is step, the very most basic. The next step up in email marketing is to offer a lead magnet. So let me tell you really quickly what that means. A lead magnet is you've seen them and signed up for them for years. Okay. That's a marketing term. That means it's a free resource that the website owner has created and offered to you as their potential subscriber. They want you to have that lead magnet, that free resource. It is very valuable or it's very interesting, one of the two, according to what their message is. And they want it, and you and I as marketers want to offer a free resource to our readers as well. And the goal is for both parties, where we're the, the subscriber or we're the host, everybody wants names and emails on their email list. And you may have heard phrases along this line, the money's in the list. Make sure you get people on your list. They're talking about, the people who are saying that are talking about growing your audience via email. And the way to do that, you have to have the email first, right? <laughs> so people aren't just going, you know, your friends and family are going to give you their email, but they're not in your target market. Just let that sink in for just a second because it doesn't seem right. They love you. They encourage you. They follow you. They buy your books, but they're not in your ideal target market. Not They're not the people God has gifted you to serve related to your message. In your personal life, you serve them and connect with them and so on. That's exactly the way it should be. But online, we need names of people, names and email addresses of people to whom we're a stranger. We must reach beyond our inner circle to grow our audience. At some point in time, no matter how many friends and how many family members you have, at some point in time, all of those people are going to be saturated with your message. 
They're, mm-hmm. They already have bought all the books that they're going to buy. <laughs> They've already signed up for everything that you have. And our message will stagnate if we don't have new audience members come into the fold. And we don't want just to connect with them on social media. We also don't just want them to buy our book. We want to connect with them in such a way that we develop with them a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. And we do that via email. That's why email marketing is so important and why the experts consistently talk about it. It's just a consistent topic that is discussed no matter what day of the week or what day of the year it is. Somebody's talking about email marketing, okay? So if you have a lead magnet, it's three to 10 pages long. It has something of value. Uh, That's for another training, but I want you to understand what it is. You've seen them and signed up for them, and this is what we're referencing. That free resource, we're calling it a lead magnet in this training. So let's say that you have one, or you're going to have one. How does that get delivered to a new subscriber? Mary Smith signs up on your opt-in box or your sign-up box. They're the same things called different, different terms. She gives you her name and her, e- her email for this wonderful resource that you have offered. Okay. So what in the world, <laughs> what in the world happens to it then? Right. <laughs> well, there's a, a series of steps. We're still on slide number three. I'm going to walk you through the sequence. You can see here on the left, the actions that you will take. Burgundy is the action you will take, but it's in your email. Um, and the green is the action taken by your email provider. So here is Mary. This is, we're pretending this is Mary. She has signed up. Okay. She sees your opt-in box and she has signed up. She's on step number two. You've seen this. So this is all very familiar from your side. So now we're going to, you know, as a subscriber, now we're going to talk about it from the back side, the back end side, the administrative side. So she signs up and in a confirmation email is immediately sent to her. You've received those yourselves. Do you really want this? I just need to confirm. The language might be different, but do you really want this or are you really you? (laughs) So we have to click that confirmation email as a subscriber and you want your subscribers to do that as well. That's for most email providers, Aweber, Constant Contact, uh, MailChimp, so on. They require that. So it's just it's automatically set up. Then the next step that Mary takes, she has she confirms. Yes, that's really me. Yes, I really want this free resource. All right. Now, immediately, this all happens. This whole graphic, let me back up for a second. This entire graphic has seven or eight steps, but they happen in a split second. There's no delay. You don't have anything to do with it once the sequence has been set up. Okay. So this is just to show you what happens in less than a millisecond. Immediately, Mary's email address is added to your email list. That means that there is a list on your email provider. Again, those can be Aweber, ActiveCampaign, MailChimp, and so forth. There's tons of them out there on the market. Right. That means they are storing and holding Mary's email and first name for you and anyone else who has ever signed up for any free resource. You and I cannot send emails ourselves from our personal um, personal or business, laptop or desktop, so forth. We can't generate that activity. That's not possible. Technologically, we need to go to a free or a paid service. It's called an email platform. And those are the ones I've just mentioned, ActiveCampaign and so forth. We need to pay them either nothing or a nominal amount 
for them to hold and store all of those names and emails so that when we're prepared to send another email out, they send that email out to for us. Okay, They generate that activity. We supply the content and they do all the action behind the scenes. And this is what we're looking at in this graphic. So your email provider sends the promised link or the promised content that you have created for Mary and anybody else who signs up for that free resource. That's all happening behind the scenes. It's already been set up prior to this activity. Then you, you are the action. You serve them, your readers, your subscribers every week or bi-monthly. And we'll talk more about this frequency in a little while. Then what is the big goal? The big goal is to develop a relationship with them so that we don't need to start off at zero with every new project. What a nightmare. What a nightmare. Right, right. <sighs> we want to create a list called an email list of all the people who have ever signed up slash been interested in any free resource we have ever offered so that we can develop a relationship with them. And we do that not by hammering them, mm. by this, by this, by this. Okay, that's smarmy marketers do that. We want to be, we want to market Jesus way. Mm. And he always serves. He serves and serves and serves and serves. And over a period of time, he asks us, invites us to commit to something, to take some action. Um, we want to serve our audience the same way. And then periodically invite them to enroll in a, pro, uh, in a program or purchase a book or share information, any number of different things that our subscribers can do for us. But we first want to earn the right to ask that. And we do that by developing a relationship with them. And we develop that relationship by serving them. And they know that we're serving them because we're sending out regular emails that will benefit them. Okay. Right. That's the big kahuna goal. Very good. Linda, was this easy for you to grasp as time went on? Because you've been really in this a long is. time. Yes, I've been I've been in the industry. I've been on the receiving end and the sending in. I really like the visual that you have given me with this because now I can track it. I like the color, folks. That's why you need to have this and be able to look at this when you have a moment and can sit because you have the action the reader takes, which is a circle with a, a person, half person in there. And then the green square is the action that your email provider takes. And then the maroon square is the action that I will take, that you as the speaker, the writer, the individual, this is the action that we take. Very easy. I'm following. I'm ready for the next slide. This is good. Okay. 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 So we're now on slide four and we're talking, we're going to use some marketing lingo here again, and this is normal. We're going to use this, some of this Every throughout this series, short series, we're going to be using marketing lingo, but I'm not going to leave you behind. I'm just going to tell you what it means. Okay. So we're still traveling together, still together. Email providers, maybe for the last time, I'm going to list a few of them to make sure that you're understanding what I'm meaning because I want to help you and I want to help you understand first. So Aweber, Constant Contact, Active Campaign, MailChimp, there are really literally hundreds yeah. of email yeah, providers. Mailer, okay? MailerLite, there's, yeah, there's a lot of those out there. You're right. Yes. And that's the term you would look up if you decide you, if you don't have one yet and you want to, you want to start an account with one. Almost all of them have a free tier so you can get started, get your feet wet, start to understand how they work behind the scenes. And then as you gain subscribers, you pay based upon how many names and email addresses you have on your email list, on your whole account. 
All right. So you can go up in tiers. Don't let that bother you one bit. Those tiers are re- you know, really easy to understand and they all help you help you with the process. They all have different lingo, but they know what this lingo is. OK, they you know, Mary calls her soup tomato soup and somebody else calls it tomato soup. It makes no difference whatsoever. You're getting red soup in your bowl, baby. OK, <laughs> so autoresponder series. We're on slide number four, an autoresponder series versus a regular broadcast. Um, Both of these are emails sent from your email provider. Broadcasts are time sensitive. They're published based upon a set date in the future. So this would be um, just like any blog post, perhaps. You probably, if, if you have the time and you know to do it, you probably, if you have a blog, you probably write blog posts ahead of time and then schedule them a day out, a week out, a month out, or, you know, fill in the blank. That's the same idea of a broadcast. You can create as many as you want to ahead of time. Your email provider stores them and they're right there. You tell them what date and what time you want that email to go out. And they release it at that scheduled time. Those are broadcasts. Your email provider might call them something else, but if you talk to them, they understand what those terms are. Okay, you're not going to confuse them. Okay, now once that broadcast, that email has been released and it's been published and sent to your email, excuse me, to your email list, then that's had it stay. It's not going to be used again. It's, it's not against the, it's not against email law for you to use it again. But the purpose of a broadcast is I want to talk to somebody about something that's happening next Friday. In that case, you would, you would send a broadcast. If you're going to send your weekly or your monthly email, then you would send that via a broadcast. Okay. You want people to know what you're talking about and you've set the time the date and the time, and your email provider releases it at that time. You can do that five minutes before you release your email, or you can do it six months a year out. So all up to you. Okay. Okay. An email in an autoresponder is different. The content can be exactly the same, or it can be different, the same concept of writing uh, content. But where a broadcast is time sensitive, and you select the day, the date, and the time you want it published, an autoresponder series those emails are action sensitive. The difference there is a little, has, it's going to take me a little bit of time to explain that because it's just not intuitive. They're published based upon a reader taking a certain action, whether that re- reader has signed up for a lead magnet, if they have, um, if they've received your three-step welcome email series, if you, if they purchase, make a purchase, and you want to automatically send them one or more emails based upon them taking that action. Okay. That action is predetermined. So in your email provider, we're not talking about the nuts and bolts, but I want to give you a general overview In your email provider, you will have an opportunity to, instead of the date and the time, like a broadcast, when you want it published, it will be the activity that the reader has taken. So if they have just signed up for your let's say your lead magnet, for an example, then you want to immediately send them a thank you email and you want to send them another email right after that that delivers the content or delivers a link to the promised content. All right, all of those can be stored in an autoresponder series. And no matter where you are in the world, no matter what time of day or night is, you don't have to mess with it anymore. That that series just rolls out. It just gotcha. rolls out no matter what's going on in your personal life. They receive your first email immediately if that's how you set it up. They receive your second email three days later if that's how you set it up. But if everybody gets the same email, if they signed up on January the 1st or in the middle of the year, 
they get that same email series. It's automatic. Once you've created the content and you set the autoresponder to trigger on their action, signing up for your lead magnet, purchasing a ticket for your event, no matter what your action is that you're asking them or inviting them to take, then that's done and done. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's a little bit complex, Linda. Does that make sense? does. And the way that you have it written out here, I think everyone's going to be able to, oh, oh, that's what you're talking about. You sign up for the giveaway. It says, give me your email address so I can send it to you. And oh, by the way, you'll be automatically signed up for my newsletter. And just know that you can unsubscribe anytime you want. But I start that process. Then I get what you said. Are you sure? Then I say, yes, I'm sure. Then I get it and I open it up and I have a big smiley face. So yes, (laughs) I love it. This is great. Wonderful. We've all done this hundreds of times. You're now looking at the slides for the back end, the admin side. So if it looks convoluted, you don't have to memorize that. You don't even have to fully understand it. I'm just trying to give you an overview. So this is why we can't send individual emails to all of our subscribers from our laptop. This is the value of having a third party platform take care of this for us as it gets, it can become more and more convoluted as you grow, as your audience grows, you want to offer more people, more, more resources or more products, fill in the blank. Then we really, really, (laughs) you're really going to be glad that you have an email provider. (laughs) Yes. Very good. They sort of control the chaos. Is that a good way to say it? Linda? Oh, I love controlled chaos. Yes. Okay, so we talked about page number four, slide number four. Now we're moving to slide number five, which looks really similar to slide number three, but there's a difference. And it's the red arrow is pointing to that. In this graphic, now we have an autoresponder series that you were pretending that you have created. And I wanted you to see in the sequence, the behind the scenes administrative side, this is where the sequence would sit fit. They still sign up. They still need to confirm Um, their email is still added to your email list. That's the whole point of the whole exercise. You send the email that you've provided. And if you want to, either concurrently or after that initial phase, you can send that autoresponder series. And then you go on. After that, you serve them every week or every other week. And you do an excellent job in Jesus' name. And you develop a relationship with them so that there will come a day. What's the payoff here? There will come a day where after you have served them well with excellence in Jesus' name, then you will invite them to take an action that will benefit you. Maybe it's to buy your book. Maybe it's to review your book. Maybe it's to attend an event, whether it's free or paid. Any number of different actions that we can invite our readers to take. But we have earned the right, because of service, we have earned the right to make that available to them. Okay, This is a different perspective on the way some people use email marketing. This and is I marketing like what Jesus you're saying way. when you're marketing Jesus way, you're not saying this is what I'm doing. This is what I have going on. And it's really about your reader. It's about the one yes. who signed up. You're filling a need for them. Mm-hmm. And so we need to know who they are and they can open up an email and they get excited about it. Oh, that's wonderful. There's a lot of emails I've opened up, Patricia, and I can tell you what's going to be on it before I even open it up. Mm. And I open it up and I go, and they're saying that this is what they're asking for. 
and this is what else they're asking for and close it. I'm like, what's in it for me? And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what our consumers are about. How yes. will this change my life? How does this impact me? Because then it's valuable. It's kind of like what yes. I said, if people join you on Facebook and your marketers on a mission, that ching ching is not what I'm putting out. It's actually what's going into my bank. I'm banking valuable information. This is good. Thank you. Where do Thank we go you. next? We've all been at the Christmas party or the, the, the 4th of July party for work. <laughs> There's always that one person and everybody avoids them. And when that person starts coming, here comes Ralph. Here comes Ralph. Run, run, run. Okay, because Ralph doesn't have a conversation. He just wants to drone on and on and on about what's going on in his life whatever that is. Okay. So that's not a conversation. That's not a relationship. You're just here. You're just a body. And if you move away and hopefully you will, <laughs> somebody's going to replace you and he's going to go through the same story with them. If we don't serve our audience and we don't send them valuable information along the way, and there's any number of different ways we can do that. We're going to talk about that. Then they're going to have the same response as you do. And I do. And Linda does. Okay. We will tolerate it for a little while and then we're out. Yeah. We unsubscribe or we just ignore their emails altogether. That's not what we want. I'm showing you today this admin side of how to not let that happen. And we've got some content information for you as well. Okay, now we're on slide six. Okay, now we've gone through the sequence. Now let's break it down a little bit. The autoresponder series, you're going to immediately, this is step one on step six. After they confirm signing up, you know, I really am me and I really do want that information. Then we want to send them immediately, send them a thank you email. Whatever action they took, we want to thank them for taking that action. They didn't have, they're not doing us a favor. We're not doing them a favor. This is, this is ideally, this is the beginning of a relationship. Hey, I'm Patricia. Hey, I'm Linda. Let's see if we like each other. This is what we want to do on email. And this is how it begins. They sign up for a free resource in marketing speak. That's a lead magnet. And as soon as they sign up for that or, or opt in for that, both of those terms mean the same thing, then we want to immediately thank them. And I've given you on slides uh, six and let me see, six, seven and eight. I have given you a sample of what your autoresponder series could look like if your audience signed up for your lead magnet. It, you could use this content for anything else you'd like to as well. Just a sample, because one of the big things that people ask is, uh, even if I understand it, I don't know what I'm going to say. What am I supposed to say? Well, that's an, it seems like a well that will never be filled, but we have some ideas for you, and we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Uh, so rather than me reading it to you on air, I'll give you an overview. This is the first step. We thank them for whatever action they took, signing up, requesting the information, fill in the blank. And we greet them by their first name. This is very important. We don't need to leave that name spot blank, and we don't want to send them, hey, Patricia Durgan. Okay, that smacks to me if, it, the, if the, the name element is missing. I understand completely. You don't know really what's going on, or you're in too much of a hurry when you set this list up. So you're not really engaged with me, fully engaged with me. Even for these few seconds, it's going to take me to read this short email. Uh, so let them know this is the free content that you requested. That's going to help them trigger, trigger them to open your email because we want to give them this valuable free resource. We don't want it to sit in their inbox without being opened. So we identify this is what you just asked for. <laughs> 
then we greet them and then give them information about how to access it. Give them a little bit of information on what they might learn in it. And then, you know, cut it short and sweet. The three-part welcome email series is short and sweet, typically. It can go longer. There's no problem if it does. But it needs to be really interesting if it's longer. Just a few paragraphs. And be courteous. Be yourself. Communicate to your subscribers like you communicate to your friends. Right. I'm having coffee with you. I like what I see here. Your how you've signed off on yours is, hey, enjoy. Well, see, I could see you saying that to somebody. And then you go, I'll follow up with you in a few days to answer your questions. And bye for now. And thanks again, Patricia. So I'm like, well, that's what Patricia would say. Good. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. So we are on the second step now on slide seven. The goal for this particular email email in your autoresponder series is to explain what they can expect. There's a whole bunch of people that don't do this. They don't include this. So I sign up for a lot of email, a lot of lists, because I like to, not just for my own personal benefit, but for my business interest as well. They Some emails help are great examples of excellence, and some are great examples of, oh, my heavens, don't ever do this. <laughs> I, have, I get a lot of emails. And most people do not help me understand what to expect. So, and by, by that, I mean, what to expect in the future. Are you ever going to dock on my door again? And if you do, how often am I going to hear from you? A lot of people don't say that. They'll just plop in the delivery link or the content itself on that first email in their autoresponder series. And, and then maybe I don't ever hear from them again, maybe three months later. Okay. That's not the way we want to do things. Now, also, let's back up for just a second and say, I'm bet... I'm confident, I'm sure, that you're doing the best you can. And Jesus sees that you're doing the best that you can. So nobody's getting on to you. There are experts who teach and they imply that if you're not doing it to perfection, to the 99th level, really, why are you even here? That's not how we do things here on this program, okay? We're going to show you how to accomplish a task, um, in this instance, on a training, teach you how, how it works, how you can make it work for you. Okay. So this is a no judgment zone. In the second email in your autoresponder series, just let them know what can they expect. So in mine, I'm not going to read the whole thing because you'll have the slides, but for those listeners who don't have the slides handy, here's what you can expect. That's actually the title. Here's what you can expect. Okay. So I would be very likely to, to click on that, open that email. And then just go into it, you know, greet them. Hey, did you get a chance to check out the free resource that you requested? Now, that sentence alone is pivotal. They know that I'm not just wildly collecting names and emails and sending out things. I'm reminding them, maybe they had a baby. You know, they went into labor right after they signed up for my lead magnet and they never got it. So then all of a sudden when they start going back, the baby's three months old and they start sh- scrolling through their email stash, then for them to see this, did you get a chance to check out the free fee- free resource you re- requested? Oh, 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 let me look at that again. They won't automatically toss my email out. And then I include a link. If not, here's that link again for your easy reference. I'm not requiring them to go back through three months in this fictional so thing. I'm not requiring them to dig through three months of emails. They're not going to, and it's not even necessary. It's so easy for us. So easy for us. We have the information. Every chance we get, we want to give people links, the direct link. Don't make them go to your website and dig around. They're not going to do it. Remember, we're trying to develop a relationship. And when we do that, 
We go the extra mile. We're as generous with our time as we can be. If there's any doubt, potentially, that they don't have the information, what do we do? We give it to them. (laughs) That's what we want to do on our emails as well. There's more information. You can see that on the slides. Let's move to the third step. This is on slide number eight. Okay. On this one, the goal is to connect with them human to human, but you want to keep it brief. This is not, it all began in a log cabin in the hills of Kentucky in 1868. Okay, I'm out. Aren't you? Wouldn't you be out, Linda? I love it. I think the most egregious are the people who are new, pushy emails, marketers. Mm. Their goal is to get in, get the job done, and get out. But if you want to have a relationship with me, that ain't the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about you. Talk to me about me. Give me something of value and help me understand the value that you do bring. It's just a relationship. Like the pen pals when we were growing up. I never had one, uh, but I always loved the concept of it. Okay. So here's the title for this one. I know you. I've had people, I've used this for years. I don't always use it, but I've used it periodically for years. And I've had people say, you know, I opened up that email because of the title. I didn't think you knew me. And you did. (laughs) (laughs) They were surprised because I know my audience, just like you know yours, I hope. Mm -hmm. So then I just go into a little bit of a little bit of information about myself and then tie it right back into them. A little bit more information and tie it right back into them. Uh, That same thing can happen to you, which is a little bit of a success. I'll tell you more in future emails. So glad you're here. Until then, Patricia, and I sign off and it's done. Boom, boom, boom. Good. It's always a little bit more uh, time consuming to hear it. But when you see it, the graphics on the slides, and when you do it yourself, you're going to be like, for heaven's sakes, what in the world was I nervous about? (laughs) That's right. That's Um, what I'm thinking right now. This is so doable. I pray so. I pray so. Slide number nine is what we just went through, the three steps in the welcome email series. Uh, Just all of them gathered together so you can see them on one slide. And you don't have to have an autoresponder series. So let's mention that really quickly. It's not an absolute requirement. Email will even, let's say, marketing. Marketing is fluid. You might What worked yesterday might not work next year. What you want to do now, there may be 37 ways or 3,700 ways to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Email is not like money. A dollar is a dollar, no matter where you are, what your culture is, what your age is, what your education level is. Okay, email is not like that. Email and marketing, both are not like that. They are fluid. You can move them to adjust them and fit you and how you're feeling that day and what you're, what is going on in the world, if necessary. Um, a lesson that you've heard that one of your subscribers has, a question that they've had. There's so many different ways to serve our audience. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different ways to either have a welcome email series or not have one. But whether you use one or not, make sure that you have a regular routine, which we're going to talk about in the second second uh, session of the this short series we want to be able to send them serve them regularly so they don't forget who we are right if somebody signs up for my email list in january and they don't hear from me until october likely they've lost interest (laughs) highly likely (laughs) right right and they won't even know they won't even remember why they who who i am why are you isn't this true for you linda why is this person contacting me Absolutely. It is. And I will, I'm going to tell you right now, I have been victim of this where I was actually the perpetrator. I was the one where I set up and 
they sign up for my email and I go, oh, yay, that's really great. And then, you know, it's like three months later. Oh, I guess I need to send out another email. And but part of that is because I didn't have what you're showing me here. This is fantastic. This is so good. Praise God. Praise God. Yes. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> um, and everybody starts out at zero. This is a really important point to make, too, as we close. Everybody starts out at zero. There's nobody known, excuse me, nobody born knowing how to do marketing and certainly mm-hmm. not knowing how to do email marketing. OK, but it's a skill you can learn. It's not a supernatural gift that three people on the planet have. You can learn it. And yes. the most joyous part of that news is that if this is necessary, for you to share the gospel message that Christ has given you to deliver, mm. he will make sure that you help, you understand it either yes. on your own. If he gives you the funds or a friend who will show you and teach you, if somebody will do it for you, there are multiple ways to get any job done. Okay. So don't feel like the monkey's on your back and I don't have time or I don't have money or I'm not smart enough. Number one of the, that's not even true. Okay. Everything that he wants you to do, he will give you the tools or the funds or the resources to do it. That's yes. on him. And he can carry that burden so well. And we, we yes. can't carry it at all. It's light as a feather to him. That's okay? right. Amen. Amen. Uh, one, th- one last thing I want to mention is what we're going to talk about next in the next session. Before we get to that, I want you to know that there is. Da, 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 da. I give you an example of a lead magnet on the slides, page number 10. There is a lead magnet that is about writing emails. Can you even believe that? <laughs> what a coinkadink. <laughs> and this is the way we want to market. If we're, if we're going to be talking about XYZ and we want to offer a free resource, let that free resource also discuss some aspect of topic XYZ. That's very mm-hmm. logical. You're just taking your readers, your subscribers to the next step the next step, helping them have a quick win so that they feel like they're now they're tethered to you on a level. First, you were a stranger, maybe five minutes ago. They never even heard of you. They didn't even know if they were interested in what you had to say. And they saw something on your website or your social media account, and it triggered their interest. And they went and they dared to sign up. Our email and our first name is the second most valuable content that we have online. Our name and our credit card information is the most valuable. And we're very particular about who we share both with, right? That's right. So I'm giving you an example. That link will be in the show notes. And I want you to know that the second, we're we're closing out the first session. The second session, if you're only catching that at the tail end, how to make email marketing work for you. I've shown you the nuts and bolts behind the scenes. Now let's go into the second session next time and talk about how to make all of this these hoo-hahs and these processes and these strategies work for you so that you can reach your audience and you can tell them about God's good news and serve them regularly. And one day as the time of time arrives, when you have something that you would like to ask them to do for you, they will be much more inclined to do it. And it's not because we're manipulating them. It's because we've been developing a relationship with them whole, whole time. I can do something and you can do the same thing. And one of us, if we have a motive of trying to just trying to get all the names on the email list, okay, that attitude comes through. Don't you think, Linda? It absolutely does. And God calls us into deep relationships. He calls us into backstory moments. He calls us into transparency. That's one of the things that I always share is that 
transparency transforms. And that's when I'm transparent about what I've seen in your examples on the slides where you say, I know you, you share a little bit of your story. This is where I was and this is how I felt. Does that sound like you? All of a sudden, you've invited someone in to sit down and have a cup of tea or or a Mm. cup of coffee. And now as you go further in with these email sequences and even going into the broadcasting, now what you're doing is saying, oh, by the way, look, I got a new couch. Come sit on the couch. (laughs) How does it feel? Right? I know, right? It is so good. And that's what we need today. That's why people want our content mm-hmm. is because they want to know, does someone get me? If you're writing a book and they're reading your book, what better way to say to them, thank mm-hmm. you, than to say, yes. wow, and this is what's going on in my life. Probably never thought about yes. that from a fiction writer, but you know, this, this, uh-huh. you can't make this up folks. This, <laughs> and you know, and then they're like, wow, I even like you when you're not writing and mm. wow, it's a connection, Patricia. And yes. especially yes. with what we've gone through in the previous years that we've been experiencing and the world has isolated and they've drawn us away from each other. And I want to go, no, does someone still see me? Do I matter? Do I matter beyond the money? Do I matter beyond the moment? Mm -hmm. And this is amazing because you're talking to me and, and you've Mm -hmm. taken the time, even if I know it's an autoresponder, I'm looking at what you're writing and I'm going, well, you took the time to really make that personal. And I thank every person who does that when they take the time in the front end to help me know that I matter. I make a difference mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. So this is great. Mm-hmm. This is great. Uh, do, do we need to close or do I have just a se- half a second to give everybody a hint of what we're going to talk about in the second session? I would love for you to give everyone a hint. I know they're already oh. ready to click over to the next one if it's out there available, you know, but the first day, you know, y'all are going to have to wait at least a week. But yeah, let's give them a little bit of hint and then, okay. then we'll close out. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So we're going to, amongst other things, we're going to talk about how the the email frequency, how often should you send emails? And you're going to be surprised at that answer. We're going to also talk about how to reactivate a dormant email list. That means that people, they signed up in October and they haven't heard from you for two and a half years or three months or whatever the case may be. That's an important lesson. We're going to talk about content ideas and we do have that resource. And then I'm going to show you a visual so you can understand how a sales email cycle looks and how it operates. We're not talking about the content itself, but the process visually, how this works. Did you get a chance to peek at that, Linda? I did get a chance to peek at that a little bit. And I was like, oh, this is so good. This is great. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I've been happy from the moment that we started when I'm like going, press record. Okay, now we're getting into this and then we get to do it again. So this is all good. It's all good. Thank you so much, Patricia. Thank you for being obedient to what God has placed on your heart to be able to speak marketing ideas into the lives of those of us who are on mission 
for what God has called us to do in our lives because the marketing can be a place where we get tripped up every single time. And the enemy will come in and speak lies into us. And we think, oh, no, I'm just self-promoting. I'm just this. But it's like, no, that I mean, Jesus had disciples and the disciples, you tell one and one tells the other, but they're telling the same story. And so we need that. And this is what we do is we're sharing our story. We're sharing our testimony. We're sharing what God has placed in us to give out to others. And if we keep that as mission minded, then we are going to use the tools that are available. We might as well learn how the tools work (laughs) properly. It's all good. Thank you for being here with us, Patricia. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, folks. And you know, I always say this. Yes, we do. We have tons of stuff that's down in the show notes. You're going to love it. You're going to want to be a part of it. And you're going to want to just load everything up at one time. And you will already have your slides for the next, for part two, when we come back in with that. But I just want to say thank you. Really, you're listening. You're here. You're showing up. Thank you. Yes. Yes. It matters. It matters to me when I go. I'm bringing value. I'm bringing value. And this is what I'm called to do right now. So thank you for taking the time to listen. Thank you for downloading the episodes that we have. Thank you to those that have written reviews, because that's what I ask you to do. Just take that moment, subscribe to our podcast, rate the podcast, review. You can review episodes, the podcast as a whole. Because as always, what you have to say matters as much as what you have to write. Yes. And we thank you for that. This is Linda Goldfarb, and I do look forward to being here with you next time on Your Best Writing Life.